0: The College Experience Week Twelve Database Top Twenty Five on the Sports Gelling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Right now, to honor football, MyBookie is offering up to a thousand dollars in free bets using the promo code SGP. That's right, a thousand dollars in bonus bets on your first deposit when you use the promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid. Over at MyBookie.ag, we're also brought to you by Ace per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers. And they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Yes, yes, woo! Welcome, welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby, swinging DantaBase Dant. Ho <laughs> ho ho ho! Freshly back on California soil, freshly back from Pullman, Washington. This is a solo episode of the DantaBase Top 25, recapping the week and giving my top 25, and also recapping my experience. Me, Sean, stacking the money green and Ryan real money Kramer. We hit Pullman, Washington and, uh, Oh man. Can't say enough good things about, uh, the, the people uh, at Washington state and the, the people of Pullman, even Moscow, Idaho, all of that. Fantastic people. Had a great experience. Hope you guys listen. Took uh, wazoo minus the 10 or 10 and a half, whatever you got that at just an awesome experience. Got to meet Mike Leach, the legendary, uh, Coach Mike Leach got the guy met Steve Spurrier. That was awesome. Just an awesome experience. Saw Drew Bledsoe, Jason Hansen there. Just fantastic. Shout out to, to, uh, the sports information director, Bill Stevens. Great guy. Incredibly nice. What an awesome experience. Um, going to check out the facilities, got to see Bigfoot. Mike Leach is, uh, <laughs> to best recruit ever at Bigfoot. Um, his pirates got to see the pirate gear, the Picasso piece check out the sports gambling podcast on Instagram for more of our stories of uh, our trip to, to Pullman this past weekend. Uh, But it was great. It was great. Uh, Overall, another solid week, solid week uh, gambling. Uh, Actually a great week for me personally, because the NFL, I hit some ones on the NFL too. (laughs) I was a beneficiary of the, uh, of the, the 49ers taking back that uh, final play of the game for a touchdown. Had that involved in a tease. Won a bunch of money off of that. Kramer and Sean witnessed that at a dive bar in Spokane, Washington. About a block from Gonzaga. That was awesome. But how are you guys doing? Hope you guys are doing good. Hope you're you're following. Besides, like, I'm doing decent on college football, right? I I feel like this is a more down year for me, college football. But I still got a winning record. And I'm going to hold on to that. But for college basketball, I'm on fire, guys. If you've been following me the past you know, past three out of the past four days. I've been on fire. NC Nick's been on fire. Patty C has been on fire. This is why you should tune into the, uh, the college experience and the sports gambling podcast and the sports gambling podcast networks, because we publish our picks every day for college basketball and for college football. We cover all division one basketball and football games. And we do, I mean the sports getting podcast covers everything. You got NBA MLB. Like we, we got it all. All right. But what a weekend, man! What a weekend. Um, Wazoo is an awesome town. I mean, Pullman is an awesome town. I can't recommend that enough. Yeah, for for you people out there, go to Pullman if you get the chance. It will be well worth your experience. Um, what what happened? Well, let, let me see. Uh, besides being several drinks deep on Saturday, oh, Baylor plus ten came through for us. But what a what a way for them to fold. I mean, that was unbelievable. They, I think they had like two first downs in the second half, something like that. Even the final plays of the game. See, that's one where I just think that the moment was too big for them. I actually think they're probably the better team, but the moment was too big for them. I mean, even that final play that Oklahoma got the pick on, the final two plays really, snap wasn't, wasn't ready. Quarterback wasn't ready for the snap. He tries to just do a quick check down. He gets picked off. Ah, and then Minnesota missing, what, like an 18-yard field goal with like five minutes left? Cost him the game? Mm, that's a tough beat. But I, I got to be honest, even though Kramer sprinkled fairy dust into me taking uh, Minnesota, I kind of knew I was going to win that game. I kind of wanted to believe into the row the boat thing. But coming into, coming into Kinnick, you don't just, that's not just an easy place to win, you know? That is a challenging place to win. And uh, what other big stories? Obviously, Tua out for the year. That sucks, man. Look, I know I talk a lot of shit about Alabama, but I like this kid, Tua H- T- Tagliabueva. I-, I really think he's got, he seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders and he seems like a good dude. So you never want to see that. Um, despite me, I mean, I don't want to see them in the playoffs. I'm hoping that they're, they're not going to be in the playoffs this year, but I don't want to see Tua get injured for them to not make the playoffs. I just want to see them look at the resume like they should and, and and say, hey, they've played no one they beat their best win is, is Duke or, uh, or Texas A&M, which I still don't even think Texas A&M is very good, but I'm sad to see Tua go down, man. I hope he has a speedy recovery. Him and Mackenzie Milton, both, uh, with Hawaiian quarterbacks getting some really bad injuries. So hopefully they both come back and, uh, and tear it up. Uh, other notes, obviously Oregon, Oregon rolled, Utah rolled. Georgia beat, ba- or Georgia beat Auburn. That was a bit shocking for me. Well, I knew Auburn couldn't pass, so I thought there was a chance of that. thought there was a chance of it, but I still went with Auburn because it was immobile and I figured, hey, Malzahn's probably going to work some magic or something, trick plays, something. Didn't get to watch much of that game, though, I'll be honest. Uh, being in, in Pullman and, I mean, the games I really got to focus on and watch. I did catch the LSU game. Um, how about Clemson destroying Wake? I mean, that was pretty bad. I thought we could put up more points in that. So you got to give it up to Clemson's played No one, but I'm saying at least, I mean, that was impressive. That was impressive. Um, But yeah, what are the, I mean, I really caught the Oklahoma Baylor game. I caught LSU Ole Miss caught a little bit of the Bama game. I, I, the Utah UCLA game I I caught and same with the Arizona and Oregon. And how about Iowa state beating, beating Texas? But uh, I'll talk more on them later. This is the Base Top Twenty Five edition, guys, and uh, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fire right into number twenty five. At number twenty five, I got the USC Trojans. I mean, is there any way that Clay Helton preserves his job? I doubt it, but still, another nice road victory up in Berkeley. I know Cal's offense is just dog shit ever since uh, their QB went down, but hey. I mean, you look at their schedule. See, people want to talk about a and M. I I compare it like I don't have A&M in my top 25. I really don't. I know A&M has uh I think what, 3 losses, USC has 4. But if you look at their their wins, I mean, first off, USC's one of one of USC's losses isn't in overtime. Uh another one, two of their two of their losses are by 3 points. That's not the case with uh with A&M. But if you look at their I mean, U USC's got a win over Utah. I mean, AM's best win is what? I I I I honestly don't know. I mean, South Carolina with their backup quarterback? Maybe. I don't know. Ole Miss? I don't, but They just have no good wins. Um another thing, USC's beaten they, Arizona State on the road. That's a good that's a solid win. I mean, look, they have some some bad games in there. They beat uh I mean, they beat Stanford. Who's not very good. They beat uh, Arizona. Who's not very good. But Colorado. Not very good. Probably should have lost that Colorado game. But overall, I mean, they have a better resume than a and M a and M does not belong in the top 25. That's why I have the Trojans at number 25. They got, they, what do they got left? They could still play for the pac 12 championship. If they were to beat UCLA and say Utah lose to either Arizona or Colorado, USC would have the tiebreaker and then play for the pac 12 championship. So, give it up for the Trojans. I got the Trojans at number twenty five and at twenty four I'm gonna take you to Iowa city to to take to take you to the Hawkeyes. look we should you guys should know this. This team is classic Iowa. This is a classic Iowa team um they got it done. I mean somehow some way they get they get it done. Their offense is not pretty it's the last Thing I would ever call an Iowa offense is pretty, but if you get the wins, then hell, what am I supposed to say here? They beat top 10 teams in Kinnick. I mean, by the year, you don't want to play in Kinnick. Um, obviously they have a 10 to a, t- a seven point loss to Michigan and a five point loss to Penn state and a two point loss to Wisconsin. But those are, I mean, that's all within a touchdown. They could, think about that. They could be 10 and 0 right now. I mean, sure. I just think they never have the offense to do that. But look, they got still got Illinois and Nebraska on the schedule. This team could end up nine and three. And that's a great year for uh, Kirk Ferentz. I always wonder how long is he going to stay? And I would say, I mean, I'm assuming he's staying for his whole career. I'm just saying he's been there like 20 years. So is he going to retire? I don't know. I know his son is on the staff as well, so maybe that, that trickles down to, that, to him. Mm. Um, but I got the Hawkeyes at 24. Can't beat them there. At 23, I got the Wisconsin Badgers. They just beat Iowa two weeks ago by two points. And to be honest, I, I think this is one that could get flip-flopped. I know they have the head-to-head game, but just a two-point win. I know that score was a little bigger than that, and, and Iowa was come from behind. But Wisconsin finally gets a nice road victory uh, covering. Kicking a field goal to fuck up my my Nebraska plus 14. They kicked a field goal with like four minutes left in Lincoln, but got it done. Look, once again, this is a team that could go 10-2. The remaining games are Purdue and at Minnesota. And I expect them to lose at Minnesota, but nine and three, 10 and two great year, great year considering. I mean, yes, I know some people thought, man, maybe they're finally going to, they're going to be undefeated and take on Ohio state in the big 10 championship. Not going to be like that. The big 10 is too deep these days with, I mean, the West is not what the West once was. The West used to be terrible. Now, sure. Northwestern is still terrible, and But even Purdue is kind of a Jekyll and Hyde team um, who's been killed by injuries this year. I don't believe they're as bad as their record is. Now, Nebraska hasn't been a huge letdown this year, but Iowa's good. Minnesota's good. Illinois is actually decent, you know? So give it up. Give it up for the Badgers coming in at number 23. And at 22, I'm going to go take it back to the state of Iowa. I got the Cyclones. Now, look, how could I have Iowa ahead of, or Iowa State ahead of Iowa? Because I really think that day, they were the better team. Now, they played head-to-head. Iowa got a one-point win. Um, but if you look at Iowa's losses, I mean, first off, I think the Big 12 is the best conference in football. And you look at their losses, they have a one-point loss, a two-point loss, a seven-point loss, and a one-point loss. This team, and they just beat Texas. Iowa state is good. Iowa state is a very good football team. They're much better than their record it indicates. I got the cyclones. I know that that's tough when you have a head to head matchup, but I truly believe it's kind of like um, watching the Oregon Auburn game this year. When I watched the game, I thought the better team lost and that happens sometimes. But I think if you were to play, you know, a three game series, a five game series, which will never happen in football. I understand that. I think the better team is Iowa state. The better team is Oregon over Auburn. So I got the Cyclones at 22 at 21. I just mentioned this team. Let's take you, let's take you over to the Auburn Tigers. We Tigers on this podcast. Auburn. Yeah. Your problem is still there, you know, and I don't know when it's going to get fixed, but as my voice cracks, because my puberty is hitting and um, I just don't know. When you're going to be able to throw the ball might take some time, but let's look at Auburn. Auburn's got that win against Oregon. You got to value that still. You still have to value that. And then um, obviously that's the, they beat a and M that was in college station. Now sure. They lost to Florida, LSU, Georgia, all teams. They probably should lose to Cause they, when you can't throw the ball, you can't beat pretty good football teams. <clears throat> so uh, I don't know. Let me <clears throat> let me sip some of this ginger ale. I'm dying over here. My voice has been fucked up. I got I'm. I feel like I've been, you know, been yelling for four days. Been up in Pullman having fun. No, no, another thing is like it's been cold as shit, so I'm battling like a sore throat, doing all this just so you guys get a real top twenty-five without any bullshit in it. All right, but I got the Tigers at. Uh, at uh, twenty one and at twenty, and this team is coming on hot, suddenly giving some credit to the ACC conference. And I'm talking about the Virginia Tech Hokies. I mean, I was on this game, it was one of my locks, but um can we just talk about Fuente went from like Virginia Tech fans calling for him to be fired, get him out of here. I mean, they just whooped Georgia Tech's ass. Now, sure it's just Georgia Tech, but forty five nothing against any power five, I think, is a Statement game, and then when you look at, they probably should have beat Notre Dame. No, 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 not probably. They should have beat Notre Dame. The refs bailed out Notre Dame on a roughing the passer call on a ball that got picked off on the final drive of the game for Notre Dame. Virginia Tech should have won that game. That was a horrible roughing the passer call. And then when you look at uh, their performance against Wake Forest, thirty-six to seventeen, they beat North Carolina. They beat Miami. I don't know how they got their ass whooped to Duke, but that was when they were struggling. All of a sudden, Fuentes got this thing rolling. Now, I will say this everyone's got this game penciled in Virginia Tech at Virginia for the coast, for the right, you know, the coastal division. Don't sleep on this week's opponent because Pitt, I always feel like Pitt gives Virginia Tech fits. And I know Virginia Tech's playing great ball right now. And I know that I actually have been more impressed with them than Virginia the past couple of weeks. And I might even pick them in Charlottesville this year. But Man, they got a little bit of a roadblock here with Pitt. Pitt's a strange team. Pitt's a team that can beat you in several, several ways. They got skill, French at wide receiver. Uh, I mean, they're, they're a strange team. I mean, I've mentioned this for years on this podcast. I feel like Pitt's the type of team that would fuck you up on a game like this, where you, you're overlooking it. You're thinking about Charlottesville next week, and you got the Panthers coming in there saying, hey, fuck you, and boom watch watch it watch it happen i'll see what that line is as the week of uh, continues on here but i might be riding the panthers but two big games left for uh, fuente think about that he can go 9 and 3 if he wins these games not bad for a guy that was going to get fired a few a few weeks ago huh or they were calling for him to get fired a few weeks ago so give it up for the hokies at number 20 at number 19 i this is one where you think like man no, I got the Notre Dame fighting Irish. I actually think you might be able to argue and make a pretty good point that Virginia Tech should have beat Notre Dame, like I just mentioned. So should they be higher? But when you really compare the resumes, Notre Dame's only losses are to Michigan and Georgia. The, I know Virginia Tech only has three losses, but to Duke by 35 points is pretty fucking bad. And that Boston College loss isn't helping things. So I'm going to say Notre Dame's resume is better, although I think Virginia Tech, once again, like the Auburn, the Auburn game, Virginia Tech should have won that game. Now I can say this: if they played five times, I don't know that I feel as good as like I feel like Oregon would beat Auburn majority of the times. Same with uh, Iowa State over Iowa, but I'm not sure. I believe that with Virginia Tech Notre Dame, despite their one performance, where Virginia Tech should have won that game. Um, but I got the Fighting Irish. I mean, look. That was a nice performance against, look, I'm not a Notre Dame guy. You guys know this. I'm not a big fan, you know, but, but that was a nice win, man. Their best win. It actually is still Virginia tech in a game that they probably should have. Like I said, they should have lost or or maybe Virginia, that Virginia game. That's one. They, they, they fairly beat Virginia, but even that Georgia score, I mean, they scored a touchdown late to make that a six point game. I don't know, but I think, I think I got them accurately put in here. I didn't have them accurately last week because I had a mistake. I had them ahead of Michigan, which should not be the case. Um, and then at number 18, I got the Florida Gators. Look, I want to penalize this team more because I don't know how good they are. In fact, they played two FCS teams, two not even great FCS teams, and also had three bye weeks. I think that's a gigantic fucking advantage and ridiculous. But, I mean, their only losses are to LSU and Georgia. So, I know the resume, the SEC East is really down. So, I, it's hard to tell as my dog drinks a bunch of water. Can you be any louder, Mud? Could you be any fucking louder? Um, It's hard to tell. I mean, they, their best wins, the Auburn win. That's solid. That's solid, but they did play a lot. You know what? They got a, They played a lot of backup quarterbacks this year. But, Hey, it is what it is. Gotta gotta reward them there. The Gators are nine and two. I th- got the Gators at number eighteen. At number 17. I got the SMU Mustangs. How could you not have the Mustangs in there? They're still they've still only lost one game, right? Let me double check this because I was fucked up this past week. Um look, Sony Dykes. Can we talk about that? Michael Leach, disciple, huh? Doing things. Doing things in Dallas. Where am I at here? Why can't I find their fucking schedule? I'll take this time to tell you guys that the college experience on Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Attention, past, present, and future MyBookie players. During Thanksgiving week, MyBookie is offering a risk-free bet of a uh, on a Bears Lions game. Simply choose a team against the spread up to two hundred fifty dollars. If you win, congrats. You've got extra holiday spending money, and if you lose, congratulations to you as well. MyBookie will give you all your money back. It's a no-brainer because you literally cannot lose this. It's all risk. No. I'm sorry. It's no risk. All gravy. It's all risk. Uh, Yeah. It's no risk. All gravy. It doesn't matter whether you're an experienced player or a first-time customer. MyBookie welcomes you to play, so quit waiting around and sign up today. Do yourself yourself. Or do you find yourself wanting to sports bet but have a lot of questions? You know, that's a common thing. Don't sweat it. MyBookie has the best customer service, very patient team that they got over there. They can walk you through the process. And the best part is if you join during Thanksgiving week, you'll still have one last shot to take advantage of their incredible sign up offer. Just log on to mybookie.ag and make your first deposit with the promo code SGP. In my book, you will match your deposit dollar for dollar to jumpstart your bankroll. And that that's on top of the Bears-Lions bet that you can, that's just a bunch of free money right there. Let me just repeat that. That's a guaranteed deposit match and a risk-free bet for Thanksgiving only. So if you're a true football fan, you do not want to let this opportunity pass you by. You simply can't lose. Make sure you do your part To support your team this season, hop on the gravy train and get it in over at mybookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. Gotta dig that. Gotta dig that. Where are we at here? Where are we at here on the schedule? What was I talking about? The Mustangs of SMU? Man, what the fuck is happening with my internet? Well, there we go. Tulane. My, my my Tulane team, still ball eligible. I was on Temple this past week to beat Tulane. Hope you guys were too. But the Mustangs, the Mustangs, I'm trying to find that Dude, my internet is going slower than fucking, I don't know. Nine and one. Yeah, nine and one. So we're still good. They had a bye week. Then they get at Navy and home to Tulane. That's going to be tough. I think they're probably going to lose at Navy. Might be able to beat Tulane at home. And if they go 10 and two, though, that's ridiculous. Even if they go nine and three, it's a ridiculous great job that Sonny Dykes is doing uh, that. TCU ends looking better and better. TCU once again, beat Texas tech TCU is going to give Oklahoma a game this Saturday. I think I really believe that. I really believe that. And um, who else they beat? I mean, they beat Tulsa. Who's like the covering machine. They beat temple. Temple's a pretty good team. Temple beat Memphis, you know, and their one loss is by six points on the road at Memphis, who by the way, only has one loss. So give it up for the Mustangs of SMU, Southern Methodist. And at number 16, I talked about this team earlier, the Michigan Wolverines. You got to love what the Michigan Wolverines are doing, guys. How do you not? They actually got the offense moving. They, they fucked up my cup. I thought Michigan State was going to cover this, especially when Michigan State went up seven, nothing. I thought I had this in the bag. I'm like, no way. No way that, that this happens. But no, credit them. Now they're going to really still, they still need Penn state to beat Ohio state. That's, that's really going to do it for them. But in general, I think the Michigan, if you're a Michigan fan, the offense is moving in the right direction, not only for this year, for the future. And you got to think with Don Brown still there at defense, if he stays there, that this could be a good thing that you guys are are getting together. And maybe a year or two down the line, maybe, maybe you can be contending for national championships, who knows? Maybe this year. I mean, if so, uh, a few breaks here, still could be uh, playing in the Big Ten championship. Although I have my doubts. But big win. Give it up for the Michigan Wolverines. They've beaten Notre Dame. They've beaten Michigan State. I know Michigan State's not the greatest, but hey, got got to reward them because they've gotten better as the season went along. Too, they beat Iowa. Um, the only real bad loss is that uh, Wisconsin lost. So. Give it up for the Wolverines. And uh, at number 15, let's go back to the American Conference. Let's go over to the Cincinnati Bobcats. Look, the, besides one ass whooping at Ohio State, which was a huge ass whooping, they've whooped everyone's ass this year. The Cincinnati Bearcats are, are I mean, I, look, they were in a game this past week where they almost lost, they had to rally. And that, that happens. I know there is at South Florida. South Florida's not very good, but I do think South Florida's gotten better as the season's gone along. However, I mean they 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 struggled more than they should have. But sometimes during the season you have points like this. They rally, they get the win, and they're still. Um, I mean, I, they've already cashed in my over ticket. I had the over six. They're nine and one guys. They're nine and one, and and hey. I know they, they have the next two weeks are very tough. They got a home game against Temple. Temple could beat Cincinnati, especially if you play like you did last Saturday. And then they're at Memphis. Uh, I don't need to say that anymore because Memphis uh, will probably be the favorite in that game. So, but either way, nine wins. Hell, even if you go nine and three, it's a good season. Luke Fickle doing things with the Bearcats. At number 14, I got the Memphis Tigers. We just talked about this. Memphis has only lost is at Tule, or at, at Temple in the cold and uh, they've taken care of business against everyone else, including the mighty SEC and Ole Miss, even though they're not very good in the mighty SEC. But the Tigers, we're, we're gonna we're gonna find out about the Tigers now. I think the Tigers they got what they got Tulane and uh, two, no, not Tulane. They got South. They're at they're at South Florida this week, and then they're home to to Cincinnati. Hey. Eleven in one season. If they can, can Norvell just go ahead and accept that Arkansas job? Then I hope he stays at Memphis. I like what he's building in Memphis. They got things going. Maybe they could be in the Big Twelve. Who knows? But give it up for the Memphis Tigers. We Tigers on this podcast number thirteen. I'm going to take you to the Sun Belt because so I actually think this team could give Memphis. I think they could beat Memphis. And I know I'm biased. I went, I was in uh, Boone, North Carolina, not that long ago. But give it up for Appalachian State. Love what Eli Drinkowitz is doing there. And look, if it wasn't for a windy ass Thursday game against, uh, so they had a short week against Georgia Southern in a game where you took the wind and the rain, took away the passing elements for App State. App State is, has only lost one game. And that was a three point game to Georgia Southern who runs the triple option. I'm not trying to make excuses, but maybe you don't schedule a Thursday night game against the triple option. Give you two days to prepare for a triple option. That's not fun. And then also you had it sandwiched into a spot where they had back to back away games at South Carolina and at Georgia state, which by the way, app state won both back to back away games that rarely happens in college football. Give it up for the mountaineers. Uh, they have a, they, they have a home game against Texas state. They should win that. And then they're at Troy. That, that could be a test, but you got to think they're looking at an 11 and one season and they bring back Zach Thomas next year. And, and some of those running backs. Wow. I, I, I just want to jump ahead for a second next year. I believe they have Wisconsin on the schedule. Yeah. Next year they have wake and Wisconsin on the schedule. That's going to be fun. Both road games, obviously because you terrorist coward pussies don't come into Boone. But give it up for App State. Love what they're doing. The Boise of the East. Oh, speaking of which, at number 12, I got the Boise State Broncos. Can we can we just say, I mean, look, I know it's not the Chris Peterson teams, but this Boise State team, once again, potentially looking at a uh, a big, I think, what, 12 and, or 11 in one season. They think they got two games left. Two stinking games. All right. And what they've, they've already beaten their, they've already beaten what Florida state. They went cross country. I know Florida state's not great, but Florida state is going to go to a bowl game this year, which is, which is improvement from last year. And they fired their coach, but, (laughs) but Boise state, uh, I mean, this team's beaten Wyoming. Granted it was in overtime, They've beaten Air Force. Air Force is a very good football team this year. They've beaten Hawaii, a good team this year. Their only losses by three at BYU, who happens to be a very tough place to play, and they also didn't have their starting quarterback. Um, their their remaining schedule is at Utah State, at Colorado State. They have back to back away games to end the season. That's never a good look. Utah State's a good team. Colorado State, a team that's gotten better throughout the year, but if the if the if the Broncos can come in and, and do that eleven and one or maybe ten and two end with. Another great year up in Boise. Give it up for the Broncos, coming in at number twelve. At number eleven, I got the Baylor Bears, and look, this is one of those things. I thought they were better in Oklahoma, but you can't do that. You were not ready for the moment. I don't think this Oklahoma team's as good as the past two years. I've I've been on record saying that all year. They're vulnerable. Credit Jalen Hurts and Oklahoma for coming all the way back. There, you're down twenty-eight-three. You come back, win the game. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad that uh, Baylor couldn't even get a couple first downs, and even that final drive after they get that thirty-yard catch or twenty-yard catch, you're thinking, oh, they're going to win the game or send this thing into overtime, and then uh, just simple, simple stuff like getting the snap off uh, on the right count or or whatever uh, you know happened there. Play before should have got intercepted too. So that quarterback, I don't, uh, I don't know what was going on. I don't know if the receiver didn't run the right route, but they just looked like they weren't ready for the moment, in my opinion. They're still doing good things. I love what rules doing. And I, hopefully, hopefully we get a rematch against Oklahoma. Cause I really believe that, that f- for majority of that game, they look like the better team. Um, But they got to learn how to, how to deal with uh, some adversity there and, and, and look like they've been in the m- the moment before. Cause clearly Oklahoma looked like they'd been there before. Uh, At number 10, I got the Alabama Crimson tide. Yeah. They got a big win. I covered with them at Mississippi state. And without even with Tua going down, they still covered this team still hasn't got great wins. It's still got the worst resume for a one loss team. I, I That's what's crazy is actually, I actually think I'm going to, I'm going to change something. I'm going to put Bama at 11. Like I had him at 11 last week. And I'll put Baylor at 10 because Baylor's got a better resume than Alabama. And it's that simple by a lot, by a lot. Um, They both have home losses to uh, top 10 teams. One by, what, seven points or six points and one by three. Now, the worst thing is that Baylor did blow a big lead. Bama never even had the lead. But um, Baylor's got better wins on their resume than Alabama. So I'm going to move Baylor to 10. And I think actually, I think you can actually, I'm going to move Baylor to nine. I'm making adjustments over here. I'm going to move Georgia to 10. Georgia is my 10th rated team. Georgia went on the road, got a great victory at Auburn. So now they got a good victory against Auburn, a good victory against uh, Notre Dame and Florida. I mean, those are three quality teams. The problem is, and the reason why I have Baylor ranked higher than them, sure, Georgia probably has beaten better teams than Baylor. Yeah, because Baylor hasn't played Texas yet. But Baylor has beaten Iowa State. Baylor has beaten Kansas State on the road. Baylor has beaten, you know, a few other Texas Techs. Oklahoma State, good teams. Their resume is good. Georgia's resume probably a little bit better, but Baylor's loss is by three points to a team that has been to the playoffs the past two years. I know it's a, just this year, but a team that's that's in the top ten. And Georgia's loss is to a shitty, shitty, shitty South Carolina team without their their starting quarterback. And then during that game, their second string quarterback went down, and the third string quarterback couldn't throw the ball for shit, and they still lose. In Athens, that's pretty bad. So I'm going to give Baylor at 9, Georgia at 10. At 8, I got the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Look, and the reason why I have them ahead of Baylor because Baylor's wins are better than Minnesota's. Like when you add all, like there's more quality wins than Minnesota's. But Minnesota's uh, win against Penn State is better than anything on Baylor's resume currently. But Baylor also, or uh, Minnesota lost by three at one of the hardest places to play in the country or no, I'm sorry, by four and, and they had their chances in this game rallied, came back fought. Um, and, and here we are at Baylor, you know, losing at home. Granted they blew a bit and they blew a big lead. So I got the Gophers at eight at seven. I got the Utah Utes. Wow. That's a statement ass whooping right there. That's a statement ass whooping. When you when, when UCLA was hot too, coming in hot and uh, Utah whooped their ass. So, uh, and, and everything's looking better for you. Utah's a team that, you know, it's really clicking right now. We'll see how uh, with the final two weeks go. I mean, Arizona and Colorado, not very good football teams. Um, I know it's in Tucson, stranger things have happened, especially because Utah, it seems to be a team that struggles more on the road than, than most of this top 10, but we'll see as we go forward right now, you got to give it up for the Utes and Kyle Whittingham at number seven. At number six, I got the Penn State Nittany Lions. We're going to find out a lot more about this team when they play at Ohio State, but they rallied. They beat a good Indiana team last week. They've got some some nice wins on this resume. I mean, Indiana, Iowa, you know, uh, Pitt, Michigan State. They got, they got a nice little resume put together. But uh, we'll find out more, obviously, uh, soon with the Ohio State game. And then uh, before I get to the top five, I want to tell you guys that the college experience on the sports Gathering podcast network is brought to you by ACE per head. Ever thought about starting your own sports book, but don't know how ACE per head is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with all inclusive professional betting site. Um, I'm sorry. They'll provide you with an all inclusive professional betting site. I, I misphrased that. With all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately, they have top-notch customer support going 24-7 with some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Perhead offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks for free. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Bookmark that link over there. Check that out. Sign up. You'll, You'll appreciate it. Be the book. Be the book. While you're over there, remember to check out Sports Gathering Podcast on YouTube. Check out Sports Gathering Podcast on Instagram. And maybe buy some of that merch that we got. You know, help us, you know, go to more places like Pullman. Help 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 me help you. Isn't that uh what is that? Jerry Maguire or some shit like that. All right, at number five, I got the Oklahoma Sooners. Man, they've had some close calls the past couple weeks. I still don't think this team's as good as the Oklahoma's the past two years. However, they got the wins. So you got to reward them. They somehow got the wins. And I think right now you got to have them at number five based on their resume. Um, yeah. And yeah, we'll see that. I know they still got to play TCU this weekend at Oklahoma state. It, it, pfft, both those teams capable of beating this Oklahoma team, in my opinion. Um, so give it up for a Lincoln Riley, though. Got them. Number five. And at number four, I got the Oregon ducks quack, quack, quack. They destroyed Arizona. This team is going to get, they do have a test left at Arizona state coming. That could be a dangerous one. Keep an eye on that one. Keep an eye at strange, uh, strange things, happy and Tempe at night. I think it's a night game. If memory serves me correct, I could be wrong on that. Um, but yeah, we'll find out more, but, but they, they've looked really good lately. So, Give it up for the ducks at number four at number three Clemson. Hey, they whooped Wake Forest's ass. And I know the schedule's light, but they're undefeated. There's only a few undefeated teams left. I do think you could make the argument that uh, Oregon, Oklahoma, and Penn state, even Utah and Minnesota, I mean, even yeah, but those teams all could be better than, than Clemson's resume. even though they have a loss, they've played a lot more good teams. So you're more likely to get a, to get a loss when you play a bunch of good teams. Clemson hasn't played many good teams. I think you could argue that, but right now let's say Clemson, that's the way they're winning. That is very impressive. I got the Tigers. We Tigers at number three and at number two and at number one, you guys know this number two, I got Ohio state still. Now, if they beat Penn state, if they beat them really bad, maybe we can talk about potentially hopping them over LSU, but I still have my doubts, even though LSU, yeah, LSU's defense, uh, Didn't look the greatest against Ole Miss, but I I, kind of knew it'd be a game like that. Kind of knew it'd be a game like that. So Ohio State at two, LSU at one. Guys, this is the Dantabase Top 25. Um, We'll be back hopefully uh, in a couple days. Preview the upcoming week's slate of games. Make sure to check out the spreadsheet. College basketball, college football all the time. Action football games on Tuesday. I'm going to go take some medicine, sit in bed. Fucking drink some water. Some vegetables, get some soup, you know, some broth. I'm just going to go j- just get a bunch of chicken broth, eat some fucking lima beans and come back to life because my fucking throat feeling like shit, but Hey, I'm still here to deliver the top 25 for you. Uh, make sure you check us out on Twitter. Guys, actually, if you could really leave us a good iTunes review, I mean, come on. We're up at Pullman, hanging out with Leach, giving you good content, Give us a good iTunes review. Let's prolong this. Let's get this thing going so we can go to many places and give you content and, and good. Now, you know, we, we, we're connected into these guys and, uh, we can give you, you know, hot takes, maybe some information that you don't know. You better start thinking about yours. Go over to iTunes. Uh, you can find us on iTunes at a uh, sports gambling podcast network. Um, and we're, we're on uh, Twitter at SGP Network, or I'm sorry, at the SGP Network on Twitter. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. And NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore Nick. This is the college experience, guys. You better start thinking about yours. And we ow. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier has arrived on Disney+. The world is upside down. We can't lose this fight, Bucky. Okay. If we do this, we're going to do it our own way. Experience the six-episode event. Work partners, co-workers. Not necessarily the team. No. We look damn good. Marvel Studios' The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, now streaming only on Disney+. Plus.